Well, hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to the Backshed Bible Study. I am Cliff Carey, if you are new to us. And today, for me, is a bit of a special treat because I get to be a little bit nostalgic as I uh, call this episode, Tell the Boring Stories. I'm a bit nostalgic today because I just got back from vacation. Also, this is the 150th episode of the Backshed Bible Study. Welcome. All right, that's what we're going to do. We are going to, uh, today is all about nostalgia. Today is all about looking backwards and uh, talking about things that have happened in the past, reflecting on that. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe if you're commenting in today, commenting, watching live, um, that you can uh, be a little nostalgic with me. Remember some of those things from the past. I'm realizing I left my coffee over here. There it is. Um, so I'd love to hear from you all in your comments today. Uh, also, we're going to be uh, spending a couple of minutes in Scripture today, Joshua chapter 4. Uh, we're going to pick up in that study of Acts uh, back here in a few weeks, but I thought it would be fun to jump in today with something a little bit fresh. So here is the story. Is On Friday, I got back from about a two-week vacation, about 12, 13 days uh, with my family. We went to Colorado. And where we were in Colorado is a place that we visit every year. We go there uh, year after year after year. We, it's a family, uh, family home and property that's been in my family uh, for over 100 years. I had great grandparents that homesteaded uh, on this property. And so we like to go back there every summer. We usually spend about a week there. Uh, my mom is there. And as many of you know, my mom is 92 years old and she is still going and, uh, and just a lot of fun to be around. And so uh, my kids get to spend time with their grandma. And uh, we often, uh, April and I often sit on the deck of our house and look out at the, the 13,500 foot mountain that is right in front of our home there and uh, watch the deer go by and reflect on life and sometimes watch thunderstorms come through uh, like they do in a Colorado afternoon. Uh, it's just fun. The kids go out and roam during the day and and play hard. The dog loves being there and chasing squirrels and birds and and uh, getting to run around. And uh, it, it's just a great time. It reminds me a lot of my childhood because um, in my childhood, I grew up going to this place every summer. Uh, my parents uh, back in the 60s, the mid 60s, had a vision for running a children's summer camp out there. And so uh, they slowly purchased property from um, their relatives, my dad's relatives, uh, that had inherited some of this land and over the years acquired uh, all this property and built a small uh, kids summer camp on the location. So uh, I grew up in camp. I grew up uh, with, uh, I actually was born in between sessions of camp back in the summer of 1969. And, uh, and so I was kind of a camp brat growing up 
got to enjoy uh, just a lot of times running around and playing in the woods and and just being a part of nature and um, but also uh, seeing camp happen firsthand. So if you wonder where I get a lot of the love that I have for camp, that's that's where it started. Um, but we go out there every summer, like I say, and and so one of the beauties for me as a parent is to be able to just let my kids roam, that they go out and, you know, it's almost the kind of thing is you you don't see them till a meal is going to happen and you go out there to the deck and yell out across the woods, hey, dinner's ready. And and then the kids come running in and uh, they've gotten to explore and they've gotten to spend time with grandma and and different cousins and, and just being able to play hard, um, sometimes go cut wood and and be part of contributing to the place. It's it's pretty cool. And uh, uh, I got to reflecting, though, is there are opportunities that were had, many, many opportunities that were had to tell stories to my kids about the simpler times, to tell stories to my kids about when I was little and the kinds of things that I did. Like one story that I love to tell my kids uh, about our place in Colorado is that when I was five years old, um, my mom let me go spend the night in my treehouse in the woods by myself. I said, hey, I want to spend the night in my treehouse. And I had this little, it was really more of a lean-to than anything else. It wasn't exactly even up in a tree. I was built kind of against a tree. And so I slept on the ground um, in my little tree fort Um an entire night. Now I would find out later that my mom was awake most of the night looking out, trying to check on me. I was about eh, probably about 60 yards away from the house uh, where I was, but I was still kind of in the woods. And as a five-year-old, man, that's not the kind of thing that you normally would do. But I got to do that. Um, and I got to uh, tell my kids um about it too, which was super, super cool to be able to tell my kids about that story and tell them about stories of encountering bears as a kid. Um, so many different things. And one of the things I, I called today's, uh, today, did I tell it? I said, tell the boring stories because I think sometimes we avoid telling these stories to our kids or our grandkids because we're afraid that they're just going to be kind of a boring old story. Well, I want to challenge us not to be afraid to tell the boring stories because sometimes in those boring old stories are gems that your kids and your grandkids will pick up. And they are gems that they need to hear and carry on to life. And in some of those gems that they pick up in those stories might have to do with work ethic, might have to do with going through hard times and enduring through hard times. And what this does is it takes me back to one of my favorite passages or moments in all of scripture. And that is the moment when Joshua got to lead the Israelites across the Jordan River and into the promised land. And so if you have Bibles with you, pick them up. We're in Joshua chapter four this morning. Uh, 
And uh, by the way, as we're heading into scripture, I am loving seeing the comments that are coming up from all of you. And uh, you know, especially, I know, that's how it was when you grew up, right? Uh, you had to be home for meals when the streetlights went on. That was when you had to come home. Um, and uh, um, But Joshua was told by God to do something. And... Um, and here is what he w- what happened. Uh, Joshua chapter four is uh, is where we are. And for those of you that have uh, been Christians your whole life, hopefully this is a familiar story. And if you are newer in the body of Christ, uh, hopefully this is a story uh, where you can uh, just be encouraged today. So here we go. Joshua chapter four. When the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, take 12 men from the people, one from each tribe, and command them saying, take 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's foot stood firmly and bring them over with you and lay them down in a place in the place where you will lodge tonight. So he's saying, get each each man, each of these 12 men, each representing one of the tribes of uh, Israel, and uh, each of them grab a stone and you're going to make an altar. So here's what it says. It says, Joshua called the 12 men uh, from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe, And Joshua said to them, pass on before the ark of the Lord of the God in the midst of the Jordan and take up each of you a stone onto his shoulder, according to the number of tribes of the people of Israel. So 12 of them, that this may be a sign among you. And so they are going to set up these stones on the other side of the Jordan at a monument. They're going to make a monument. And it says, when your children ask in time on the Jordan, on the time to come, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And the point was, God performed a major miracle that day. God did something that that the nation of Israel had only seen one other time as he stopped the water. And when he stopped the water, he allowed the nation of Israel to move, right? He caused them to move to a place where he wanted them to go. He performed a miracle. And so he stopped the waters upstream in the Jordan and and they were able to move the Ark of the Covenant across, uh, which had the Ten Commandments in it, across in front of them. And the people, um, the thousands and thousands and thousands of people crossed the Jordan River on dry land into their new nation, into their promised land. And, and God said to them, now set up this monument and your kids are going to ask the questions. There were doubtless many that had very young children that were there, many that had very young grandchildren that were there. And so the point would be that they would come back to this place, that they would visit the Jordan, that they would see a monument of 12 large stones, and they would say, the kids would say, well, what's this monument about? What's this? What are these 12 stones about? And that they would say, I, 
we saw God work that day. We saw God do a miracle that day. We saw God stop the water. You would not believe it. It was crazy. We were looking upstream and we were thinking, God, how are you going to make this possible? And then the water just stopped flowing. It just, it stopped flowing and it was at flood stages and, and there was no water. And we, the Ark of the Covenant, the, the priests and the Levites took it across and then we got to cross. It was an amazing day. Oh, I wish you could have been there. Okay. So that's how, um, that's what they did. And that's where uh, God told Joshua, make sure they go back. Make sure they have a monument to go to. Uh, so I challenge us today, briefly, set up monuments for our grandkids, for our kids, um, and tell the stories. Have the pictures on the wall that you can, you can take your grandchild to that picture and go, oh, let me tell you about this day. Oh, we did the most amazing things as a family. That was one of the greatest days we ever had as a family when we, we went and did that thing. God was at work in our family. Oh, and there's, there's this picture with your cousin, so-and-so. Let me tell you about them. Let me tell you about how God's at work in their lives. And so you, you put those memories there that, that tri they trigger your memory, and then you get to tell people about God's faithfulness. That's pretty fun. Um, Donna is uh, watching along, and Donna, you mentioned we did that in church one time. I actually, see, see, you know that this is one of my favorite passages. And so several years ago, uh, when we were in a season without um, a pastor, I, uh, I did this as an exercise. We uh, put stones in an uh, altar of sorts on the, uh, the platform in the church service. And we had people walk up. I actually, uh, I'm going to see if I can pull this off with my tripod here, but I actually have pictures. Those I've kept many of the stones. They're down there on the floor there in my office. You can see some of them down there along the floor. That's it. They're still there. And uh, what we did, I kept those when, uh, when the worship pastor at the time said, hey, I'm tired of having a pile of rocks on our, our stage. Uh, but what we did was we had people write down on those smooth stones, uh, stories of God's faithfulness. And one by one, people would come up to the platform and they would say, oh man, we saw God work in this way. And they, they wrote it on the rock and they, on that smooth stone and they put it, and we had a big old giant pile of rocks on the stage. So, um, fun, fun way. Um, I've been, often encouraged people, get a pile of rocks in your backyard or your front yard. And every time God answers a prayer, uh, or or shows up in a way that uh, you weren't expecting, write it down and then go put it on a, that pile and use that pile as a way of, uh, of telling those stories. Fun stuff. Uh, so there you go. That is the short and the sweet uh, of it today here in my office. Uh, 
Uh, as uh, we jump back in, I don't want to be in my shed. It's too warm over there. Um, but I really wanted to, uh, to since I got back from vacation, uh, to come back and say hello to you all, tell a little bit of story. We had the very cool vacation this summer. Um, again, spending time with family. But then also one of the things that we do as a family is at the tail end of every one of our vacations, uh, when we've spent time with extended family, then we take a couple of days and spend time with just our family. And so this year, we went over to the western side of Colorado, spent a couple of nights in a town called Montrose, which is really funny. As I was talking to someone in the church, they go, why on earth would you stay in Montrose? I said, well, Montrose is close to Black Canyon of the Gunnison, and it's this really cool national park I'd never been to before. Actually, I'd been there as a child, but I didn't remember it. Uh, my dad had taken me there. But we we took our kids there and they were just awe inspired um, by the views of this place, uh, by the terrain and what it looked like. My son Titus was enamored with it. He was taking pictures and a few of you follow me on Facebook and you saw where I have a, a picture of Titus just standing on the edge of the canyon with the camera to trying to take the best possible view of the of these of this place it was really cool and then we went up to a town called Uray, uh which is about an hour away and and up there you have this uh just um it's a town that is just nestled in this little valley with mountains on all sides uh there it's just absolutely gorgeous they call it the switzerland of america and I uh, went to a place called Box Canyon up there and, and just, again, quality time with my family. So one of the things I love to do with my family is make memories and then uh, uh, remind us of those memories and tell the stories. And, uh, and I'm hoping that someday um, my kids will turn around and tell their kids um, those memories of those things that we did together as a family when they were young. And uh, perhaps in the midst of all of it, um, the true desire is that in all of it, God's faithfulness will show through. So there you go. That uh, uh, That's the story for today on episode number 150 of Backshed Bible Study. I'm grateful for all of you that are here. I hope you've enjoyed the last uh, couple of episodes, the pre-recorded episodes that I did. Uh, if you go back and watch last week's with Jeannie Bruins, uh, so good. You've got to check that one out. I went back and listened to it while I was driving in the car the other day. And boy, it was just fun to listen to how God had worked over many, many years in Jeannie's life. So I'd encourage you uh, to check out that episode. Also, the episode two weeks before that, we told stories about uh, how God was at work up at Hume Lake. And I uh, got some in kind of backstage um, info there, which was a lot of fun. So check those out. But otherwise... I will be back here in two weeks. Two weeks from today, we will not be having a back shed next week, uh, but we'll be back in two weeks and we'll be jumping right back into it um, with either a guest or we'll be back in the book of Acts. So we'll uh, see what happens there. But in the meantime, thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you to those of you that join live 
Um, and we do this on Facebook Live on the Mondays where we're recording it, um, 10 o'clock on the uh, Sunrise Community Church Facebook page. And then uh, thank you for those of us that are joining, those of you joining either on YouTube or through our podcast format. Glad to have you where you can watch it later. Um, it's been good to see you. We'll see you in two more weeks from today. Have a great day. Have a great week. God bless you. We're out of here. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for the Backshed Bible Study Podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. The Backshed is hosted by yours truly, Cliff Carey, and is a ministry of Sunrise Community Church in Fair Oaks, California. The Backshed Bible Study can be viewed live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Facebook at facebook.com slash sunrisecommunityonline. All video episodes are also available at youtube.com slash sunrisecommunitychurch. For more information about Sunrise and its ministries, go to www.sunrise.church. We hope you're able to join us again next time here in the Backshed.